0: Every lap in under a minute means every second matters. Bosch Power Tools Perth Super Sprint, May 17-19. Book now at Tick Attack. Supercars, unforgettable. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil Tool. Simply type in your Joe, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number 2, and oil, and find out. Hey everyone, welcome to the latest edition of the V8 Sleuth Podcast. I'm Aaron Noonan, the man sitting across from me is Will Dale. Say hello to our listeners, Will. Hello listeners. Hey, great to have you back. You've been on some leave, but you have come back at the perfect time because we're getting ready for the great race at Mount Panorama and to just get into the mood... On this edition of the podcast, we are going to run through our top 10 Ford Bathurst drivers. Mm. And i got a feeling my 10 and your 10 will not be agreeing. I've had a quick peek and you would be correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm sure our sleuth followers and listeners have got their own versions and ideas of who are the greatest 10 Ford Bathurst drivers of all time. And I think there's some caveats we need to put around it, but we'll run through those over the course of the podcast. Um we should also remember, too, that when it comes to Ford, when it comes to Bathurst, great chance to get our plug out of the way here and now. <laughs> we've got a special offer for our podcast listeners on our collector's edition Ford at Bathurst book. Now, this is the 360-page hardcover collector's edition that has a photo of every Ford to ever compete at the great race from 1963 to 2018. it's There's only 2,000 of them. We've got a handful of them left. And for a special offer for our V8 Sleuth podcast listeners, we have a discount. Hey. So this is how you do it. You go to store.v8sleuth.com.au. You click on the Ford at Bathurst book. Sounds straightforward. When you're going through the checkout, you type in this code to get a 10% discount. Ford book 10 all caps. All caps. One word. One word. fordbook Double O K one zero. Yes. So that'll give you a ten percent discount off your book and then it'll turn up in the post. And if you're going to Bathurst, it's perfect thing, or indeed any other supercars races for the rest of the year, or historic events, perfect. Thing. Sandown's coming up. Sandown's coming up, Retro Ran, perfect thing to get signed. Mm. Just for those who've started twenty odd races at Bathurst in Fords, don't make them sign every single photo though. They might be there for a little while. Anyway, that's our offer to our podcast listeners. Head to our store, V8 Sleuth website store. It is store.v8sleuth.com.au. There's a whole range of collector prints and collectibles, posters, prints. Um, Of course, it's within the Authentic Collectibles site, so if you're a model car fan, you're in among the right place there. Anyway, right, plugs out of the way. If you're a Ford fan, there's a book. Go get it, do it, and we're giving you a discount. Executive summary? Good stuff. Good stuff, yes. Right. Yeah. Let's bowl in to our top 10. There's been a whole pile set on socials in the lead up to this podcast. We've asked the Sleuth followers for their top 10. Will Dale, I want to hear your top 10 starting. Should we go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? So the traditional way, 10 to 1, slowest to fastest. Countdown. This is like the Ford shootout, really. Exactly, the Ford shootout. Okay, so now how you deem what is a Ford driver, what's your theory on that? It's- did driver X put
1: their backside into a Ford, and were they successful in it? That that's the logic to my top ten
0: list. Okay, my logic's also that they have to be identified as a Ford person. So, so okay. for for example, yeah. Peter Brock is not a Ford person. He's not on my list. He doesn't come close. He did two in a Sierra, same Sierra, by the way. Mm. But when you are, if you if you had to pick, Peter Brock connected to a brand of car, it's Holden. Every day of the week, for sure. I get that, but you can't deny that he did make those two bad starts it. in a I'm Ford. Not exactly, it, but it just doesn't
1: rate. Heads up, he's not on my list either. Right, <laughs> he gets an honourable mention because in those two starts in a
0: Ford, he started on pole for one of them, finished fourth in the other. Could have won. Nineteen ninety had those tyres not blistered. Anyway, yes. let's get into the ten that are in the ten, and you can all, as Sleuth Podcast listeners. See if you agree with the 10. I'm sure you won't. I'm sure we're all (laughs) going to have different takes on it of how you deem what the top 10 should be judged upon, but we're judging it off how we want to judge it, just as our listeners would as well. So... Will Dow, number 10 on the Ford top 10 Bathurst drivers list of all time is... Marcus Ambrose. Okay, now this is an interesting one. Mm. He's totally a Ford guy in terms of who you're identifying with as a manufacturer. Six
1: starts all in Fords.
0: But did nothing at Bathurst. One pole. One pole. Never stood on the podium. Correct, but he
1: was one of Ford's leading contenders in all... Well, maybe not the last one, but certainly his first five starts with Stone Brothers. He was one of the Ford drivers... Everyone looked to expecting him to do things, and he was a contender in most of those races. But you can be
0: a contender, but you've got to deliver.
1: Not many four drivers did in that era. That's just true. Quietly. So,
0: therefore, they shouldn't be in this list. I-, I haven't got him in my 10. Really? No. No Ambrose? No. Wow. Okay. He took one pole position when he first went up. Important p- moment in history. The- For sure. I think just the second rookie to score pole and did it in a top 15 shootout. Mm. So that's a record that's never going to be beaten <laughs> yeah. because he was 11th in qualifying and then got pole. It's pretty good. So now, that's not going to get yeah, short of get someone trumped. being deleted from the top 10 in qualifying after qualifying or something weird happening. And we've seen that didn't work in 2014. No. Um that record's going to stay. But mm. I haven't got him in my 10. Um Fantastic. If we were talking Ford top 10 championship drivers- Oh, naturally. He's a shooter. Argument. He's in the
1: top half of the list. Yeah. so But that's know. why I slot him in at 10, because he had that impact for Ford at Bathurst, didn't have the success of all any of the drivers
0: above him on my list, though. Fair point. So, are you going to ask who's my number 10? Who is your number 10? My number 10 is Murray Carter. There is no greater guy to personify Ford at Bathurst- and to continually turn up when the others wouldn't turn up or that they didn't go into the championship rounds. He was always there. He was ever dependable. He just kept on keeping on. He was the bloke that kept flying the flag. So, Except and for remember, the years
1: that he hopped in a Mazda and a uh, Nissan. Yeah,
0: but you can accuse all the other drivers of that. <laughs> they all ended up doing other things. But his period of Ford from, what was it, early 70s, late 60s, right through to 83, 84 when he went to a Mazda, he finished third in 78. Everyone no. forgets that. He finished on the podium at Bathurst in the days where they didn't really bring out and celebrate podium finishes per se. Hmm. Um, and he, he was the best forward that day, yeah, I think, it, as well, in 78. He and Graham Lawrence started, I think, from memory, 31st. Hmm. It's the it's the, it's the worst grid position for a podium finisher, or the lowest or however you, you want to deem it. So Murray Carter is my number 10. I That's think a he's fair a call.
1: That's a fair call. He was someone I did think about slotting in, but again- I, rate, I rated Ambrose's poll over Murray, Murray's third place.
0: Oh, that's so simplistic. It that's is. so simplistic. But that's
1: the thing. As much as loyalty and emotion drives part of my list, success drives-
0: But Ambrose had no success. Neither did Murray Carter. Murray Carter finished on the podium. Marcus Ambrose, They took home the same amount of
1: silverware. Zero. One trophy for third, one trophy for pole. I'd rather a
0: 3rd place trophy than a pole position trophy. No. What do people remember more, Ambrose's pole or Murray Carter finishing third? I thought you were going to say that. (laughs) It depends who you are and what era you're from. Yeah, Murray probably remembers the third quite well. I hope so. Uh, Right, number nine. Number nine, Mark Winterbottom. I thought he might have been higher on your list.
1: Uh, There's some pretty good... Drivers above him, and okay. that's what that's what pushed him down a little. Right. One win, one second, mm-hmm. two poles, and of all the drivers on this list, on my list anyway, I don't know about yours, every single start he has made in the Bathurst 1000 to this year has <laughs> been in a
0: Ford. Longevity absolutely mm. is a tick. I mean, he's the guy that's been the constant in the supercar modern era mm. in, in Ford products, and, of course, that changes. But I don't think that changes him on no. this list. You know, how many more years is he going to race for full time? Might be five, might be ten, mm. but he's greater weight of his um, career in his glory days. Let's say um, that's not to be demeaning of what he might be able to achieve in the, the future. Mm. But I, did, I you know, I identify Mark Winterbottom as a Ford guy, despite yeah. the fact that he now drives a, a Commodore. Well, the hard
1: fact is he's probably not going to make sixteen starts in a Holden.
0: No, from this no, point on. No, no with all no, due de- de- respect no, to Frosty no. and
1: modern medicine. <laughs>
0: So, okay, we need to get our rhythm going here because you need to ask me rather okay. than me just blurt right. out my number nine is.
1: Number nine on the Aaron Noonan list of four drivers at Bathurst.
0: I pondered hard about this. Mm. I, th- I didn't have this guy in my ten originally, and then I found a way for him to get into the ten. Mm. John Goss. You didn't have him in the ten initially. Not initially. I've got him higher in my list. Okay. Look, a winner. Great winner. Seventy four. Mm. Um What's the brand I identify John Goss most with? It's Jaguar.
1: He made more starts in a Ford than in a Jaguar. I,
0: I know, but in my era- And had marginally more success. Well, I'd say marginal is very marginal. I mean, apart from that one win in 74, mm. he had a pole in 73 and was pretty pacey. Probably could have won that race. Yeah, was probably. probably the guy who should have yeah. won that race yeah. rather than Brock. But then every other year, I mean, not too many successful Bathurst campaigns over the journey, but- was was fronting up? It was at a time when those hard tops were, you know, they were they were tough to be winning mm. in. Um, I don't know. There's something about Goss, he, he He's a bit of a different cat, but that's kind of why we love him. Loves a, I loves a word. He does love a word. Sorry, lo- loves more than one word. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. But I had to put him in the ten. Just had oh, to get him sure. in the ten. Yep. And that's something we
1: both agree on. That John Goss deserves to be in the top ten. Yep. I have him a bit higher on the basis that he has that win, has that pole, twelve starts in a Ford, and. Looking at your argument of his results outside of those successes in the Ford, you look at his track record in the January, he had one good Bathurst in it. That's all you need, All the mate. stars aligned. Well, he had you one, need. He had two good Bathursts. Well, one and a half good Bathursts in a
0: Ford. <laughs> one and a half? Yeah. How do you have half a good Bathurst? Um, it the either ends half go- 73 it was it really It good. either ends good or it doesn't end uh. good. All right. Um,
1: number eight. So I know I've talked about success as being a key factor in how I've assembled this list.
0: Ah, uh, this, this is the old- You know who's coming this at This is the, the update, old yeah. Ralph Waldo Emerson quote of what is success.
1: Well, number eight is Glenn Seaton. Arguably oh. the most success, the best driver, period, not to have won the Bathurst 1000. That's
0: another podcast for another day, I would agree. Mm. Number eight, couldn't squeeze him up a bit higher? It's that lack of- No wins. success, no yeah. wins. Two poles, contender- for a
1: long period of time, Ford's leading light for a long period of time. A couple of seconds, a third.
0: A couple of polls. Yeah. You do rate poll checks. Uh, I do. Trophies, as you've already outlined. I do.
1: And that's why he gets into the list.
0: Oh, otherwise, without those polls, you would drop him out?
1: He'd be- he'd certainly be lower. Hmm. Okay. So, who is your
0: number eight? My number eight's a man who I've got a funny feeling you haven't got in your ten at all. And I identify with this guy... I think he bounces between all sorts, but if I had to pin him down, he's probably connected more to – it's Bob Hm. Mm. Cortina's, the early years of Bathurst, um, when it was in its infancy, when there was less coverage, less focus, it didn't have the prestige or the standing that it does, you know, in the modern era mm. – um, If you had to pick what's Bob Jane, I think he's kind of a bit of a blend. Yeah. You know, he did drive Holden's. He did drive Chevy Camaro. That's probably the car that he's most identified with. But he never raced that Camaro in a Bathurst 500 or 1,000. Correct, correct. Uh, Jaguars as well. Mm. Um, But for mine, at that critical point of the race's history, when it was all kicking off, he was there. He was winning Cortina's, Ford's. Mm. I'll put him in the list. You, you know, he's a fair a, a, inclusion. We, a top he, ten list without Bob Joan, you know, I'm sure that you've got your reasons as to why he's not in the ten. Mm. Sometimes just you just can't fit everyone in. For sure. But I just felt, yeah, I think Bob Jane needs to be in my ten. So he's my makes number sense. Eight.
1: His his Bathurst record is probably overlooked when you look at the wider context of his career and all the things he mm. achieved, all the things he did outside of the car, for that matter. Yeah. But no, a worthy inclusion. Number seven.
0: Number seven, I have John Goss as my number seven. Now I have Mark Winterbottom. So, we're actually <laughs> covering off people who have already discussed and mentioned as to who, what, when, where, why, and how. It's particularly funny, given the
1: last few years of Mark Winterbottom being at Tickford Racing, he was called Gossy by his race engineer. Why? Um, my understanding was because he kept getting around in his race suit. <laughs>
0: Never changing.
1: Yeah, something
0: like that. (laughs) I could be wrong. Mark,
1: Mark, please feel free to contact us.
0: I I felt Winterbottom needed to be a little bit higher up the list. It's so hard comparing the eras of different drivers, Mm. but I think his longevity with Ford, had he not got that win in 2013, he would have been on the cusp of the 10 for me. But Mm. that's the last factory Ford win. That's when Ford backed FPR before, obviously, they, they rolled out. So... I think he's worthy of his spot, his pole positions. You know, there was a time before he won that race; he'd never been on the podium there, mm. so he had a bit of Ambrose fever going on. <laughs> uh, but he managed to to stem that tide and. And get there. So we've sort of covered off some of the same names in our first few. Um, Let's keep it bouncing. Let's keep it moving. Number six on your list. I think we're about to actually agree on a position here, yeah. I have Harry Firth as my number six. I've got Harry Firth too. I I think this is the only one we've got the same. Yeah. Which is amazing when you take two people who have- We would like to think a little bit of motorsport knowledge, but certainly a lot of passion and interest and ask us these sorts of questions to give us a top 10. And we've only come up with one, the same (laughs) in the same spot. That's amazing.
1: And the irony is if you brought up Harry Firth's name in the wider context of his career, what would you associate him as? What mark would you associate him with? Ford. As a driver? Ford. Yes.
0: A lot of people will talk about Holden and HDT era, but he wasn't a it. driver.
1: He wasn't a driver. Correct. But in the wider context of his career in motorsport. Rallying, trials, yeah. touring
0: car racing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And again, like you said with Bob Jane, the early part of the race at Bathurst, Harry Firth as a driver, he put the runs on the board. Mm. Mm. He put the runs on the board.
0: Hard to argue. Yeah. Yep. No. Only made
1: four starts in a Ford, two wins and a third. Made him count. Exactly. Made him
0: count. Uh, right. Well, number six, ding. We agree. <laughs> yeah. Number five. Who's I... your number five Ford driver of all time on the top ten at Bathurst?
1: One of our favourite bearded Taswegians, John Bow. Yeah,
0: he's the only bearded Taswegian I know. Marcus. Well, that Marcus loves goes. a beard. Yeah, it's a bit straggly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Oh, mm, my number five's not John Bow. Mm. But it's a guy who had a run-in with him at Bathurst in 1995. <laughs> my number five is Glenn Seaton. So I've got him a little bit higher on my list. Hmm. Maybe it's the romanticism in me. Maybe it's the fact that obviously we do look after Glenn um, hmm. in some of his commercial affairs at the moment. Um, I just think he's – I agree with you. He's the best driver ever to win a Bathurst 1000. Um, but he, for so much of his time as a Ford bloke, not see, look at all these guys on this list. Not too many of them. handful of them mm. were owner drivers and successful owner drivers. True. So, yep, no wins, but podiums with Lounsey in the FPR car, as you mm-hmm. mentioned. A um, couple of pole positions. Long stint as the Ford, you know, one of the Ford fighters mm. um, from what Sierra in nineteen eighty nine through to uh, Stone Brothers was his last one two thousand and. Six, Six, and then he went yeah. and drove for HRT and, and Kelly's as well. So I just think he's a long-time servant of the Blue Oval. Um, I guess there's he's probably he's probably more famous or well-known for not winning Bathurst than he is for winning two touring car championships out there among totally. the broader Agreed. fan base. So Agreed. I think if you've had that impact on a race and its history and the how you are perceived and thought of in the hearts and minds of the fans, I think you'd – yeah, you know, that's why he's number five on my list. Indeed. Right. Four.
1: I think we're gonna disagree on this one. We are. <laughs> number four on my list is Jamie Wincup.
0: Right. Well, it's hard to argue the results based. Scenario. For sure.
1: Exactly. And as I said said off the top, results success is one is probably the key thing I value. Success in a Ford is what I value in assembling this list. He made four starts in a Ford and won three of them.
0: What happened in the other one? They nearly could have and won. And they didn't have a Ford <laughs> yeah. badge on that last no, one. No, true. They had yeah. hogs. The
1: hogster didn't yeah, win right. that year. Well,
0: that's why they didn't win. No, of course. If they had a yeah. Ford badge, they might have won. Arrow. I do not have... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pre-empting my final top <laughs> four. But Spoilers. Jamie Winkup is not in my ten. You yeah. know why? Because... And this is, comes back to how we all perceive, how we all judge it. There's no right or wrong. No, that's the beauty exactly. of this thing. We um, came at this from different approaches. Absolutely. To me... This is a bit like Brock in that what do I identify Jamie Winkup as? If I had to lean one way or another and you said you must make a choice, I'd say Holden. For sure. That makes total sense. Um, More of his time was in Holden's, obviously GRM, Tasman, Mm. since Triple Eight went to Holden, the best part of the last decade. No doubt, his victories in that three-peat era are Mm. Legendary. They're brilliant and um, will be celebrated and applauded for a long time to come as they should be. But when I deem, is he a Ford guy? And I remember when he went to 888, he actually launched (laughs) a few manufacturer barbs out there, and I think he quietly got told to just cool your jets, (laughs) brother. Um, I just don't identify Winkup as a Ford guy. Hmm. He- Won Bathurst three times in a Ford? Was he a Ford guy? In my brain, he's not.
1: But that's it. And that's why I have him as high on this list as much as he, the fact that he's in the list at all. You can't overlook the fact that he won three Bathursts in a Ford. That is one of the most successful drivers of a Ford at Bathurst. Oh, no doubt. That record. Yep, no and doubt. I couldn't leave him off the list on that basis.
0: I did. <laughs> well, yes,
1: <laughs> clearly. Uh-huh. All right, so who was
0: your number four? My number four is the man who was alongside him in those wins. C. Lowndes. Mm. Now, he's got this place and it's unique and it's different and it's probably only because it's Craig Lowndes. Mm. If you had the grand judgment, what is – so I picked Craig Lowndes at number four in my top ten Ford Bathurst drivers list of all time.
1: Quick spoiler, he is my number three.
0: Oh, well, I don't need to ask you now, do you? Anyway, well, let's have the Lowndes discussion. We
1: we, we might as well. back to back.
0: So if you had to identify is Lowndes a Holden or a Ford bloke,
1: it depends on what lens you're looking through. If you're a Ford totally. fan,
0: you would say, oh, he's a Ford guy who went back to the dark side. You could you could argue it really strong. I think he's just about the only guy in the history of the sport that you could actually make a case for special exemption from making a selection <laughs> and putting him in both lists.
1: Manufacturer agnostic.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, have a look at his record in Fords. I mean, forget the double O period. Um, Which, that, that didn't deliver at Bathurst. But could, have, but could have. Could have. It yeah, was, d- was up We front. don't deal in could-haves, we <laughs> deal in what did. So 03, runner-up. 04, runner-up in cars that were not really well, o- season contenders. The
1: 04 runner-up was in a car that had to pit, what, seven oh, times? Seven times, I think yeah, it was, yeah. to have the
0: oil topped yeah. up. Yeah. 05 pole mm. made a mistake, stuffed it early um, and hit the wall. Mm. Everyone talks about the... Uh, Tie through the windscreen that Paul Umbrell fired up there. That, but that it was car's only. That race be- was already done. That car's race was done because he'd already tapped the wall pushing in the lead in what, lap 10 or something and busted the Watson link. He had like a so, five second lead. Yeah, yeah. Didn't need to have a Wins in six, wins in seven, wins in eight, fifth in oh nine, and then off to Holden again. Mm. It's a stunning delivery mm. in the race that matters. He- he's every inch of being up there. Totally. I've at- got him uh, at number four.
1: And it is that record. So it's that amount of success, which is why I've put him at number three. Mm.
0: Now, see, I've got at number three, John Bauer. Two wins, long-serving Ford driver from 1988 in DJR Sierras mm. right through to the end in 2007 with the Crookshank-Glenford's Falcon.
1: 19 starts. That is second most of anyone on my list.
0: Yep, yep. Um, three seconds, I think, from memory as well. Nin- 88 in the Sierra, 96 in the Falcon. And of course, and 92. 92 in the Sierra, which many of our listeners will say, that was a victory to the Sierra. Oh, damn yeah. that GDR. Um, and so, yes, yeah.
1: the listeners that will all say, say Crompton and Offson would have won the race. Yes, uh, we hear yeah. you too.
0: <laughs> yep. I've got about three. Yeah. No, totally. So, fair. success for longevity. Um, and what do I identify him very strongly a blue oval guy?
1: Yeah, strange. I grew up in that era with, as a big DJR fan. Fan of John Bow obviously. For some reason, I just don't associate him as a Ford driver. I don't know why. What do you associate him And that's it. I I, I don't-
0: Do you think of Lucky Nuts when you think of John (laughs) Bow? Or I associate him with Rolta RT4s.
1: Um, I don't know what it is. I just don't associate him with a manufacturer. I don't know why. I assume I'm
0: I'm definitely in a minority with that. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is. Okay, we're counting down. We're down to our final two Mm. in our- 10 top four drivers at Bathurst
1: list. I think it should be reasonably obvious who the final two will be. But the
0: question is, mm. what's your order? Well, my number two, Dick Johnson. My number two, not Dick Johnson. Mm,
1: yes. Alan Moff- <laughs> yeah. This
0: was hard. Yeah. This was the one that, okay, you've gone Moffat Johnson 1-2, I've Correct. gone Johnson Moffat.
1: See, the reason I have Moffat, again, as I said off the top, success is- Probably the big thing that dictates the order of my list. Four wins. Four wins, four poles in 14 starts.
0: It's a pretty good success, rate. Right?
1: Yeah. And Moffat was loyal to Ford up until the point that Ford actively stopped
0: being loyal to him. But why does a brand have to be loyal to someone? Everything ends. Yeah. Everything ends. Dick Johnson didn't get any money out of Ford, but he stayed driving Falcons. True. Right. So, f- for mine, so Moffat four wins, mm. Johnson three. Mm. Piles of poles, piles of podiums. Um, in a way, Moffat, when he went from Ford to become a Mazda man, Johnson really took the Ford mantle from there to be Absolutely. The, the flag. The timing waver. couldn't have been better. So when I look at it and go, I think Johnson won in greater levels of competition than Moffat did.
1: That's a fair point.
0: That's 70 fair and 71, point. that was the best mousetrap, a phase two and a phase three Falcon. Hmm. Holden had gone to Rana. I mean, you still got to do the job. You can never begrudge yeah. or deny anybody a Bathurst victory. Mm. If but, he hadn't been there, Bruce McPhee would be a two-time uh, winner. That's right, exactly right. So that's that's my logic. That's my theory. What's no, what's your? That makes about?
1: perfect sense. Well, again, he had to be there. He did the job. He is. He stands as one of the best to, drivers to have raced at Bathurst. He has four wins, four poles. Trumps three wins, two poles
0: in my Sh- list. Judging from the way that you judge your list, exactly. So, I, I, look, you could argue it either way, but I just ended up with a head in front with with Johnson for his longevity with with Ford brand, and
1: obviously twenty four starts in Fords, long the most of anyone on my list.
0: Yeah, and when you factor but, in that, but you his know, early starts he, you weren't. know, he's not the man with the most starts in Falcons. No, who is? It's his son. It's Stephen Johnson, who's not on this list, by the way, and there's Mm. probably an argument here or there. Had he had a win somewhere along the line, he probably would have snuck on here. Mm. Um, Yeah, in Falcons, not Fords, Mm. because remember, he did every Bathurst in a Falcon. Dick did a pile in Sierras Mm. and even one in a Capri. And a couple in the Mustangs. And Mustangs Mm. too, so just a a unique part of history. So recap your top ten Ford Bathurst drivers of all time. Let's go one to ten now. Yeah, let's do it that way.
1: Number one, Alan Moffat. Number two, Dick Johnson. Number three, Craig Lowndes. Number four, Jamie Wincup. Number five, John Bow. Number six, Silver Fox, Harry Firth. Number seven, John Goss. Number eight, Glenn seaton Number nine, Mark Winderbottom. And number ten,
0: Tasmanian Devil himself, Marcus Ambrose. And my top ten four drivers of all time Bathurst Dick Johnson, number one. Number two's Alan Moffat. Number three's John Bow. Number four is Craig Lowndes. Number five is Glenn Seaton. Number six, the one we agreed on, is Harry Bird. (laughs) Number seven, Mark Winterbottom. Number eight, Bob Jane. Number nine, John Goss. And number 10, Murray Carter. Now, honourable mentions. Mm. Scott McLaughlin's not on your list and he's not on my list. No, but he
1: did have one of the most iconic moments in Bathurst race
0: history in 2017 in a Ford. True. But do you identify him as a Ford driver? Not yet. Do you identify him more as a Volvo driver? Yeah. I probably do. Yeah. Just because of the the time that he had. It was a factory team. See, I wouldn't – my first thing that springs to mind with Scott now is he's a Penske driver, not a Ford driver. True. True. Um, and because we're in a different era, it's not so much about the, the car manufacturer brands mm. anymore. Although What's, you would argue this year is probably well,
1: kind of relit the whole manufacturer For sure, for sure. Deal.
0: But, you know, um, Van Gisberg and a Wing Cup in 2019, I more identify them as Red Bull drivers. Mm. Yes, they're Holden drivers and that's fact, a very Holden very close word, second, yeah. but Red Bull's the, the dominant element there. Mm. Um, Funny
1: thing, when, when I was going through putting my list together, Scott McLaughlin's record- at Bathurst in Ford's isn't that different from Peter Brock's? They've both started twice. They've both taken one pole. Brock's best finish was a fourth, and Scott's was a third last year. And they
0: didn't finish the other one.
1: Correct. Wow,
0: a few similarities there. Yeah, got a funny feeling Scotty Mack might change that in the years ahead. I suspect he won't find himself in a Holden next year. No, uh, like Brock did. Well, you never know. Um, well, <laughs> I'm not right. Storyline one, one. No, 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 no. Uh, Tony Longhurst's not on the list a bathurst winner in a sierra, long time sierra and falcon driver.
1: You see he's another driver like John Bauer that I just don't associate with Ford. Despite <laughs> despite his bathurst winner in a sierra and all those years in Castrol Falcons. Yeah, just, no. yeah. No. I, in my head I and it's probably a fa- a function of the era I grew up in I associate him as a BMW
0: driver more than <laughs> anything else. <laughs> so. it's all about the black and gold. Uh. Um will Great top 10, really interested in what our V8 Sleuth followers and our podcast fans have to say with their top 10. Post your top 10. We've been yeah. posting on social media in the lead-up to this podcast recording with what you think your top 10 is. By all means, argue it with your friends, send us <laughs> notes, tell us what you think. Um, it, we might have missed someone from totally left field that you think is worthy. I mean, class winners? Mm-hmm. They really just don't rate. We don't have class winners anymore. It's not a thing. But there were drivers who were long-time, um, you know, Barry Seaton, Don Smith, um, mm. uh, Laurie Nelson, blokes in Capris who were class winners year in, year out up there or escort drivers or things like that. Yeah, Bob Holdens and so forth. Yeah, yeah, but it's just the case that I think it's always the outright and the big cars that, that dominate. So, mm. um, But, of course, our book, Ford at Bathurst 1963 to 2018 doesn't discriminate between whether they drove Falcons or not because it has every Ford to ever drive in the great race.
1: I'm glad you cleared that up because that is a question we
0: get an awful lot about this book. What about the Escorts? Yep, they're in there. What about the Capris? Yes, they're in there as well. So, we've got a full driver index of every driver to compete at Bathurst with Fords. We've got the cars that didn't start the race. So, the premise of the book is that there's a photo… Of each and every car, with hmm. some details: the driver's names, the team's names, the the model of car, how many laps it did, its qualifying positions, a little fact at the bottom about the drivers, of the car, what something, in the race, really, yeah, yeah. Um, the car's history as well, so you can actually follow year to year specific <laughs> cars and which one became the next one, and so on and so forth. So, if you're a podcast listener, exclusive to the V8 podcast, we have got a discount code for our book. It's limited to just two thousand copies. We've got a handful of them left. Uh, it is. Ford Book 10. If you go to our website, uh, v 8 click on the store tab up the top. That'll take you through there and you can put that discount code in when you go through the checkout and get yourself a cheaper copy of Of this book. And that's what you get for being a V8 Sleuth podcast listener. It's a good deal. It really is. Mm, Great deal. And the Falcon Files magazine is also available too on our website, which we released a few years ago, documenting the racing histories of Falcon V8 supercars for the first 25 years, 1992 to 2017. So it's one to add into the files as well. But for us, for now, we're done. That's our top 10 Ford Bathurst drivers of all time. Will, thank you very much. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time on the V8 Sleuth podcast. Every lap in under a minute means every second matters. Bosch Power Tools Perth Super Sprint, May 17-19. to Book now at Attack. Supercars, unforgettable. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil Tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number 2 and oil and find out.